98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. Commuters say the MTR's newly opened East Rail Line extension is living up to the hype. The DAV party wants the government to review the temporary unemployment relief scheme after a barrage of complaints. And the judiciary urges judges to be cautious in their use of social media. Commuters who've taken the MTR's newly extended East Rail line to work for the first time say it's made their lives easier. This passenger, Alex, who was travelling to Taiwai from Central, said it's shortened his commute by 20 minutes. Previously, I had to take three trains, so Central to Mongkok, Mongkok to I think the whole journey will be about 20 minutes quicker. Well, I don't have to do three changes, and I can take a bus. Another passenger who works in Kowloon Tong said her commute had been smooth and less crowded than usual. This is the first time we're going to step onto it, so at the moment it looks quite okay. This is much more convenient for us, much faster because usually we have to go to Admiralty, then Mong Kok, then Kowloon Chong, whereas now we can just do Admiralty straight to Kowloon Chong. Usually when we take it to Mong Kok, it's definitely a lot more people because it definitely is more convenient, so time will tell. We'll have to wait and see. The DAB party has urged the government to review the temporary unemployment relief scheme and set up an appeal system. That's after it received at least 300 complaints from jobless people who had their applications rejected because of issues such as missing documents or inaccurate information. Here's DAB lawmaker Frankie Ngam. In my district, Kowloon East, I have already got over 300 campaigns for this issue. And more of them are only a minor mistake. For example, they got the wrong information or just handwriting mistake for the day they get unemployed. A minor mistake only. So that DAB hope that the government should introduce the updated and new appeal system for this scheme. An updated guide on conduct published by the judiciary says judges should be wary of liking or following any person or group on social media. The report said these actions may undermine people's perception of their impartiality. Jimmy Choi has more. The judiciary says now is an appropriate time to update the Guide to Judicial Conduct, first published in 2004, since there is an increased public interest in judges' work. A new addition is a section on the use of social media. The guide said it's up to judges to decide whether or not to use social media in their private activities. However, it said a judge should not use social media if it poses a risk to them or compromises their standing and integrity or public confidence in the judiciary if the relevant information became public. It also noted that there had been cases where judges were subject to online abuse or doxing. It said they should refrain from responding directly to such attacks. Health officials have reported 234 new COVID infections, including 42 imported cases. The Centre for Health Protection said the three infection clusters linked to the Sky Cuisine restaurant, the Sun Mong Snooker Club and the Imperial Private Kitchen in Guntong have grown slightly. The Centre's Albert Au said they've, they've texted some people who've been to the private kitchen and told them to get tested. 
We learned from these cases that they went there not to eat, but just to pick up their takeaway food or to attend business meetings. Some of them might have taken off their masks, but they all deny that they went there to eat. We found that there are about 40 people who have visited that place. There are several tables at the premises, and there is also a kitchen. There is a room for karaoke or mahjong. We have obtained environmental samples. So far, they are all negative. Researchers from the University of Hong Kong and the Chinese University say their new study shows that vaccinated people develop more robust antibody responses against COVID-19 variants after they got infected with the Omicron variant, compared to those who are unvaccinated. They found that an Omicron infection in unvaccinated people only induced weak antibody responses, which also reacted weakly to other COVID variants. However, antibody responses developed by those who were vaccinated and infected with Omicron were high and reactive against a range of COVID variants, including Beta and Delta. The weather forecast mainly cloudy with a minimum temperature of 19 degrees, becoming fine tomorrow and dry during the day with a top temperature of 25 degrees. Currently 20 degrees Celsius, humidity 79%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Shanghai officials have announced plans to bring the city back to normal after weeks of strict lockdown in the business capital. Deputy Mayor Zongming said the city will gradually resume public transport from Sunday and will begin to resume normal life from the start of next month, as long as the pandemic risks are still manageable. She believes the virus is now under control in Shanghai. At the moment, 15 of 16 districts have achieved dynamic zero COVID at the social level. The number of people under lockdown is less than 1 million. The number of new positive cases recorded yesterday has, for the first time, fallen to less than 1,000. Shanghai also hasn't reported any new infections at the social level for two consecutive days. We have made progress in effectively controlling the epidemic in Shanghai. Just 938 new COVID cases were reported in Shanghai today as authorities confirmed a steep drop nationwide. The National Health Commission said new infections around the country fell by 820 from Sunday to 1,159. Official data show a sharp fall in economic activity on the mainland during April when the country imposed lockdowns to eliminate COVID. Retail sales shrank by 11% year-on-year, falling to a two-year low, while industrial production was down almost 3% and unemployment climbed. There are fears the world's second-largest economy could contract this quarter. National Bureau of Statistics spokesperson Fu Linghui said the impact would be short-term and would not change the internal characteristics of China's economy. Generally speaking, the disturbance of the epidemic will not change the trend of China's stable economic operation, nor will it change the characteristics of our economy, which is resilient and has great potential. With the support of various policies, the national economy will accelerate the resumption and achieve stabilization and recovery. North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un has mobilized the military to help stabilize the supply of medicine as the country battles a wave of COVID-19. After officially being COVID-free throughout the pandemic and largely vaccine-free as well, North Korea has now acknowledged more than a million cases of what it describes as fever. 
A vice minister in North Korea's public health department, Kim Hyung-hun, said the authorities have switched from focusing on quarantine to treatment methods in order to tackle the outbreak. We have shifted from the previous quarantine-oriented system to a treatment-oriented system. The most important thing in this switch is a thorough control of the situation. In this regard, intensive health and disease organizations across the country are conducting a project to find people with fever and isolate and treat them. Russia says an agreement has been reached to evacuate wounded Ukrainian soldiers from the Azov-style steel plant in Mariupol. The defence ministry said the wounded Ukrainians would receive medical treatment in the Russian-controlled town of Novoazovsk. There was no immediate Ukrainian confirmation of a deal. Hundreds of Ukrainian soldiers remain holed up in the tunnels under the huge steel factory that's been besieged by Russian troops for weeks. The McDonald's Corporation is selling its business in Russia in response to the war in Ukraine. The burger chain said the humanitarian crisis had made for an unpredictable business environment. Earlier, the French car maker Renault said it was ending its dealings in Russia as well. The BBC's Theo Leggett reports. Renault had initially resisted calls to leave Russia. But after the company, along with some other French businesses, was directly criticised by Ukraine's President Zelensky for allegedly sponsoring the Russian war machine, it suspended its Russian operations. Now it's pulling out altogether. Meanwhile, McDonald's says it's looking to sell its entire chain of restaurants in Russia, all of which have been closed since early March. It says continued ownership of the business is no longer tenable or consistent with its values. Lithuania's foreign minister says the European Union is being held hostage by one country over proposals to introduce new sanctions against Russia, including an oil embargo. Gabrielius Landsbergis made the remarks, which were apparently directed against Hungary, on arrival at a meeting of EU foreign ministers in Brussels. Either the, the union who managed to go forward and uh, to send a very clear message to Russia, or who got stuck. And now, unfortunately, we are, uh, the whole union is being held hostage by one member state uh, who could not help, help us find their consensus. Hungary's Prime Minister Viktor Orban, who traditionally has close relations with Vladimir Putin, says an oil embargo would devastate their economy. Representatives of the Roman Catholic Church have accused Israel of violating an agreement to uphold the freedom of religion after its security forces kicked and beat mourners at the funeral of the Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Akleh. The BBC's Tom Bateman reports from Jerusalem. The representative of the Holy See said Israel had brutally violated the first article of an agreement with it to uphold freedom of religion. The hospital's director said it was now clear the target of police violence was the coffin itself, showing video of the beatings and new CCTV images of the hospital building being stormed by police. Israel's police force has since said it was trying to stop stone-throwing and has falsely claimed 300 rioters arrived at the hospital, adding it was trying to stop the coffin being carried out as agreed by the family. But the family has told the BBC it was perfectly happy for this to happen. Sport now and English Premier League leaders Manchester City were hard-pressed to rescue a point at West Ham. The London club led 2-0 at half-time thanks to Jared Bowen. But a second-half strike from Jack Grealish and an own goal ensured City remain in control of the title race heading into their final game of the season next weekend against Aston Villa. Pep Guardiola's team can retain the title with a win at home. 
Etihad Stadium will be sold out. It will be full. They will give us everything and we will give them everything. It's a privilege, a huge privilege to have the chance as a, a sport, a football player managers, to have this incredible opportunity to leave this in our stadium with our people. Winning a game like we won many of them to try to win the title. The point did secure European football next season for West Ham. Tottenham moved into the Champions League qualification places with a 1-0 win over Burnley. Harry Kane's VAR-awarded penalty puts them two points clear of arch-rivals Arsenal, who are fifth. But the Gunners play their game in hand tonight away to Newcastle. Spurs boss Antonio Conte says he isn't getting carried away with their current position. We have reached this target to fight for something important because plays in Champions League in England is not easy. It's like maybe a, a, a trophy, an important trophy in the other uh, in the other league. And uh, but um, you know very well that this situation is not in this moment in our hands because Arsenal uh, they have to to play tomorrow. If they don't win, for sure, and uh, the ball uh, is in our hands. But in this moment, uh, the ball is, uh, is still in uh, their hands. Burnley now find themselves in the relegation zone with just two matches remaining. Manager Mike Jackson says his only job is keeping them up this season. That's what I'm here to do. I, en- I enjoy doing it. I enjoy being in these situations because it keeps you alive, you know, it keeps you going. It's part of what you need to do. So I'll just do what I've always done. I'll keep fighting. I'll keep attacking everything I can and we'll all work together and and try and achieve what we want to achieve. Leeds are one point above Burnley but have played one more match after a one-all draw against Brighton and Everton missed a chance to secure top-flight safety. A 3-2 home defeat to Brentford means the Toffees are just two points above the drop zone. The Boston Celtics have dethroned the defending NBA champions. Grant Williams hit a career-high 27 points and the Celtics beat the Milwaukee Bucks 109-81 in the seventh and decisive game in the Eastern Conference semifinals. In the West, the Dallas Mavericks upset the top-ranked Phoenix Suns for a place in the conference final. Luka Doncic scored 35 points in a 123-90 blowout win for the Mavs. It's game seven, you know... uh... I like these games. It's it's pressure. Uh, you know, I think we. I mean, I know we were the underdogs. Everybody had the Suns on to win this one, but like I say, you know, the whole locker room believed, uh, and that's what won us the game. And I, once again, I think we play amazing today. Artemi Panarin and Johnny Godreau were the top scorers for their respective NHL teams in the regular season and they again proved their value in the postseason, scoring in overtime in the decisive Game 7 to send their teams into the next round. Panarin's power play goal sealed a 4-3 win for the New York Rangers against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Rangers were down 3-1 in the series before winning three straight. They next faced the Carolina Hurricanes. In Calgary, Gordreau's overtime winner gave the Flames a 3-2 win over the Dallas Stars. That set up an All-Alberta Conference semi-final against the Edmonton Oilers. And a reminder of our top story tonight, commuters say the MTR's newly opened East Rail Line extension is living up to the hype. And that's the news and sport from RTHK.
ever find As long as you live Someone who loves you Tender like I do You'll never find No matter where you search Someone who cares about you Take the end of all time Someone to understand you Like I do You'll never find The rhythm, the rhyme All the magic we shared Just us two A soft soul from Lou Rolls. You'll never find another love like mine. Perfect for a Monday night. If you like a song of your own, by the way, do get in touch. It's Radio Pete at Gmail. Doing it fairly easy as we do normally on Monday, sort of work our way up through the week to a crescendo on Friday. Hi, Gilbert. How are you in touch? Thanks very much. The Seekers coming up. Feeling 